Good morning, everybody, this, and thank you for tuning in to uh, Bean Trends on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday morning. Sky is clear, sun looks to be coming out, and with all luck, we'll have a warm temperature for today. And I can open the windows and we can enjoy a beautiful day. <sighs> And no, this isn't a lead-up to a sponsorship. <laughs> what this is, is today's conversation is about the LGB Alliance. About a year, maybe a little bit old, older than that, on beingtrans.org, I warned people about this group. I said, hey, you might want to keep an eye out on these guys because... They are just packed full of hate. And I think you're going to see something bad come from this group. And I wasn't far from right. I, I really was pretty fucking spot on. And this is before it even made it to Australia. This is how infectious these type of people's thinking is. Now, I want to get something really, really clear, because there seems to be, with the LGB Alliance, they like to twist history a little bit. They like to twist history to suit their bigoted aspirations. Now, only because I'm going to clarify their bigotry, they really, really don't like the transgender community. Well, were they out for hate with the transgender community? Pseudoscience. Um, yeah, just even even going so far as to be allied with Christian evangelistic extremists. And you only have to start digging into them just at the top level to find the stories of who some of their people that are on the major board of the LGB Alliance, the original board, which is in England. It's not in the U.S. Surprise, surprise. And these people are also more than just religious right-wingers. Some of them are white nationalists. Scary. One of their top leaders is not only anti-trans, he's also anti-abortion. Now, this is this is what it really when you as soon as I say that should be a lot of triggers. Should be a lot of triggers popping up right now. But, sorry if you hear me pause every so often, I am having allergy problems. But one of the other major triggers with this is that primarily this group is run by far-right lesbians. I know, sounds strange. Kind of, you're a lesbian, but you're on the far right of politics. 
or if you are still leading left, you have right tendencies. Oh, as crazy as that sounds. Well, here in Australia and in early this year, and I didn't it didn't pop on my radar until just now. There was an attempt made at our anti-discrimination uh, commissioner for an exclusion for three years by the LGBA, this is what we're going to call them, the LGB Alliance, to discriminate openly against the transgender community. So, understand this. You have a marginalized society, which is the LGBT plus communities. A splinter group has broken off from them, the LGBA. This LGBA is still a marginalized society. They still experience homophobia the same as the LGBT plus communities. But they've willingly allied themselves with far-right individuals. And now they want to discriminate against the LGBT communities. Now you're going to say, wait, 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 wait. They're happy to have the lesbians and gays in there and the bisexuals. Oh, don't go so far as to thinking that. Don't go so far as to thinking that. There might be a little bit more of a kicker here. I really started to dig into this because I was really quite upset that a person that I personally knew um, was driving this petition to exclude me. Now, I'm okay. I wouldn't have been at that event in the first place because really I don't care for this person that I knew anymore. Um, I actually had to kick her off of all my services and ban her because she started to try to twist the truth about Marsha P. Johnson. And when she started her little game, I was like, well, no, I'm not going to let you twist the truth. I'm not going to let you sit there and speak about things you really don't understand. And then she started also blaming me for invading her space, as well as other things that the transgender community do, that she's not safe in a bathroom. Fuck off. You know, I don't know how much time you really seriously need to devote to debunking that issue. It, it really is insulting every time they bring it up. There, there, It just isn't a thing. But the LGBA Alliance is trying to reach out and grab anything they can, just like the religious nutters do. They grab it from here, they grab it from there, they bring it in and they're like, ha ha, we'll throw this all at you, and maybe some of the shit will stick. It doesn't stick. It really doesn't. And I'll explain that at the end, what happened. So, she got rejected by Susan Bolt, our anti-discrimination commissioner. 
Um, she's an absolute fantastic person, even though she's on the other side of politics than I am. She's a right. She's on the right. Um, the right side of politics. She saw through this and said, no, we can't do this. This isn't going to make any sense. Because if I let your hate group have the right to discriminate against one group in society, that means any other group that comes up and wants to discriminate against another, I have to let them because I have set a precedence in law. Now, this is something that a lot of people don't quite understand. Hold on, I'll be right back. A precedence in law is when a judge makes a ruling or a commissioner makes a ruling that will impact every law henceforth and so on, okay? If they say, yes, you can discriminate against the transgender community, let's say the KKK comes to Australia and says, we don't want any black showing up at our Christmas event that we're going to hold. And we're going to make meals for free for everybody that comes to make ourselves the KKK, which is a racist organization is all get out look as good as possible so we look good but we will you know we won't we won't tell people that there can't be any blacks we'll just do it you see you see their problem there and then let's say another group comes in there say oh we don't want any uh people from greece we don't want any people from Greece. We don't want any people from Germany. Anybody from Europe, you're not allowed to come. It can only be people from South Africa. Then another group comes in and says, ah, we're going to hold an American organization here and ain't nobody else supposed to be here but these people. Go check your birth certificates at the door. And, uh, yeah, 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 if you're Australian, you ain't allowed in. See how ridiculous this gets? So, by all legal rights, she anchored herself in what the law said. You cannot discriminate based upon sex, gender, religion, ethnicity. There's no discrimination like that in Tasmania. Well, the LGBA got really bent down about this and are claiming that they're being discriminated against. Now, here's something that I really find extremely rich, and I think you need to listen for a little bit to understand it. You cannot be discriminated against if you're discriminating against somebody else. If I say you cannot discriminate while you're discriminating, you're not being discriminated against. That's like saying, I'm going to rob that bank, but you can't. But I'm going to rob that bank, but you can't. Why can't I? Because the law says you can't. But you're discriminating because I can't go rob that bank. It's my right to go rob that bank. It's not your right to rob that bank. I'm being discriminated against. <laughs> and that's what the LGBA alliance is. Now, I don't like to bash the person who wants to have this event.
but I'm going to set down some numbers here. I live in a state with only 550,000 people. We are on a fucking island in the middle of the ocean. Okay? And we want to have an event for the LGBT people. And we're going to try and exclude the T. This might come as a shock, but only about 10% of this of the pool of your population is LGBT. 10%. Okay. So let's say we have, and, and we're on an island, so, and we don't have a lot of uh, things to offer the LGBT community, so many of them leave Tasmania and move to the mainland. Um, but the funny part is, is, is so that, that 500, that 550 is even less. That, I mean, that, that 50,000 from 10%, is even less than that. But we've also got to look at that 10% who's LGBT. We are talking ages there were a person first identifies, which is probably in their teen years, okay? To their late later years of life. We're not just talking about the age of prime, which is about 20 to about 40. Okay? We're not talking just 20 to 40. So you see, we're going to shrink that pool of 50,000 even more. I live in a town, all right, of only 86,000 people. So I'm going to shrink that pool even more because this is where this person wanted to hold it. So that means we're only talking about 10% of 86,000. That's 800, though, that's 8,600 people. But once again, we're going to shrink that pool some more. Because of the lesbians, the amount is only about 2%. So you're going to take that pool and divvy it up to only about 2,000 people. But take that 2,000 people, this is going to be kind of funny, all right? <laughs> you take that 2,000 people and you've only got to limit it down to, say, approximately 50 people at most 50 people at most I've been to a lot of the LGBT events that are here in Launceston Tasmania 50 people at most is really pushing it okay like when they had an event at a, a comedy night there was probably about 30 people of all genders. 30 people. But this young person with their naivete is saying, well, I want, I want to date people that are just like me and not have to worry about trans people taking those people from me. That, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. That's an honest quote of hers. That, that I was sitting there reading it, and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Really? So out of 50 people that you're thinking, 50 people, I'm being really generous, 
you're concerned that somebody that's in your age group, because I am not in her age group. Thank God. Um, this person is concerned that there's going to be a trans person in her age group, which somebody in that pool there might find that trans person attractive and want to be with them instead of her. Isn't that just a bit rich? That is just a bit rich that you want to discriminate just so you can make sure that those two first people don't meet. Because you want to meet that person first. But here's here's a funny thing. When you live in a small town or a small community, and a small community, we're talking, like I said, where 50 people might be the only people that meet, you're talking about a small community. We know each other. Yes, I don't know everybody in my community, but I do know this individual, and I do know what this individual is like. They're weak-minded. I am not saying that they're developmentally disabled. I don't believe they're developmentally disabled, but I do believe they are socially disabled. And that they are educationally disadvantaged by their own hands. They have not seen enough of the world. They don't know enough about history. They don't know enough about their own history, the LGBT history, let alone the history of the world that goes around it. And like I said, I was going to talk a little bit about Marsha P. Johnson. Marsha P. Johnson lived in the United States. Now, in the United States, in New York City, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, being transgender wound you up in the mental hospital. It was safer to say you were gay. And on top of that... We did not talk about being transgender in America during that period of time. In fact, the only issue that you could find, and this is what the one thing that kept me going growing up during that period, was a line that is in a dictionary that I still have to this day that says transsexual. And it explains how I have always felt. But every time we say stuff like that, in America, you get attacked. And if you don't believe me, look at the 44 people last year that were killed, the 44 people that have been this year killed, and we still haven't finished the last two months of this year. You cannot tell me that Marsha P. Johnson was not transgender. Her name starts it off right away. Marsha P. Johnson. I know a fair few gay men. And they would be like, well, if you're gay, why would you call yourself Marsha? Why would you call yourself Susan? I don't care if you dress feminine, but don't call yourself a female name and don't think of yourself as a female. Don't act like a female because I'm not attracted to females. I'm attracted to males. And this was also something that was really funny uh, that I'm also going to bring up. One of their reasonings for 
this event to be banning the transgender community is because gay men don't want to be forced into having sex with trans women. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Because I'm going to tell you something. The gay men that I know would not even consider sleeping with me. Because they see me as a woman. I may not have had the surgery yet. But the boobs are a tad bit of a dead giveaway. Uh, the way I talk, the way I walk, the way I act. So, in a simpler thing is, if it looks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, if it swims like a duck and waddles like a duck, it's a fucking duck. And, yeah, they just don't. They're, they're not going to. I would have to change my outside appearance, change my way that I dress, change the way that I look to be even closely attracted to gay men. Attractive to gay men. Which I'm not. And I'm not attracted to gay men. I have a wonderful friend. And he is extremely gay. Woo, lordy. But let me tell you something. Two bottoms don't make a top. And if you don't know what a top is, I'm not going to tell you. But I will also guarantee you that a gay man does not look at every man in the world and go, Ugh, yeah, I want a piece of him. No, they know who they're attracted to. Because it's also a matter of safety. I mean, we can look at people and go, damn, they are really attractive and not want to shag them. But this person is not attractive that we're talking about. Not in the least. I mean, holy they. Not only are you not attractive intellectually, when people know what you've done, you make them socially not attracted to you. I was having a hot chocolate with some friends who are in the LGBT community and an ally. And we were sitting around and they're like, oh my God, Ellie. Oh my God, Ellie. Oh my God. You gotta, you gotta hear what happened. And I'm like, okay. And they're talking to me and we're talking about what happened. And I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. And they're like, oh, I know her brother. That guy's a freaking idiot, too. So you've got two morons. He's not LGBT, but he is a he is a dropkick of a human. And she, oh, Lord Almighty. Talk about somebody that's fallen, that has not fallen far from the tree. In fact, we'd be questioning whether the tree came from the same tree as the, as the other tree. You know? We're just talking. We live in Tasmania. We have had issues of that kind of stuff. This is my mother. This is my father. This is my uh, my my uncle, and this is my aunt. Uh, my old grandpa. <laughs> in Tasmania, we have that problem. It's it's always been a joke, but it it really has happened here. 
But when you look at this and you tear this down and you sit there and you think, like, you've got to be freaking kidding. These people are. Okay. Well, this person really does sound like it's. Um. But when we're, when we're sitting there talking and I'm like, so how does that make you feel about that individual? Well, they're like an absolute train wreck of a human being. I wouldn't be caught dead going to that event. Whoa. Okay. So if you knew this person was creating the event for the LGBA alliance, would you go? No, 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 no. The T belongs. We're all a marginalized society. We just differentiate ourselves by our acron by the acronym, but we're all one society. Transgender people fight for all of our rights. We fight for all of their rights. That makes us a society. Another interesting thing. I not only fight for the LGBT rights, I fight for rights for all women. I am not just exclusively fighting for my rights as a transgender person. I fight for the LGBT community. I fight for the rights of transgender youth. I fight for the rights of LGBT youth. I fight for the rights of women as a whole. Because whatever rights, my rights are affected, believe me, their rights are affected. Affected. And if you don't quite grasp that, I'll explain that. If you want to check gender identities at bathrooms, you're going to have to have a gendered police. And if a woman is not exactly feminine or she is extremely masculine, that gender police is going to question their gender. And that means intrusion into another personal person's space that you don't belong as a person. It's none of your business what exists in their pants. Because in no bathroom have we had a criminal appear to be transgender to gain access to attack you. If a criminal is a criminal and they want to attack you, they're not going to go through all that effort just doesn't add up. In fact, out of all the, the known sources, there's only been a, maybe one or two. And they've been mentally deranged people, not people from the transgender community that have dressed up like women to gain access. They're not transgender. One of them that's in prison um, uh, that got put into a women's prison was mentally deranged and he convinced them that he was transgender and they put him in there. That's not, that is not on the transgender community. That is on the prison system. They should have done their work. They should have had more people involved to determine whether or not this person was what they were. Because all they did was let a wolf in sheep's clothing into the herd of sheep. Well, I think I've made my point about the LGBA alliance.
I would suggest you take the time. Read what I wrote on the on the blog about them. Do your own research. Really, I, I mean it. I, I'm not going to... Just because I say they're bad, I don't want you to take everything I say as gospel. I want you to get out there, do your own research on it. I am not trying to single out this individual, um, but she put herself out there in the public as the public space for this discriminatory action. It's her fault. It's not my fault. It's like David Duke. He's the he's a, a horrible individual that's a white extremist. Not my fault. His fault for putting his name out there. So when you look at these people, if they put their face out there, it's okay to talk about them. Thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope your day is as glorious as mine is going to be. We'll talk to you next time on Being Trans. Bye now. Thank you.